Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are back again for another episode of Just Be. I am John Emilio, along with my buddy as always. Guten Tag. <laughs> Henry Beltra. Henry Beltra. <laughs> Henry Beltra. Um, so welcome back, everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed our last episode um, and the ones prior to that. Yeah. Um, we hope, as always, that you guys have been getting something from this, and um, and thanks for being along for the ride yeah. so far. And we're getting good feedback. Which yeah, is nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. The people who've been listening have been coming back, so that's yeah. great. Um, okay, so as we always do, and again, <clears throat> I'm going to implore that you do not fast forward these next 60 to 90 seconds, please. <laughs> Put your hands behind <laughs> your back. Your back. <laughs> <laughs> do not click fast forward. Um, and let's do these, this uh, guided meditation to start um, so we could kind of get into a nice uh, headspace and uh, set, that, set that mindset. Okay. So however you're seated, get comfortable if you're standing or walking. Like we've always said, it, uh, it's totally up to you. But if you are seated, try to just correct your posture a little bit and get as comfortable as you can and start taking some deep breaths. In through the nose, hold briefly, and then exhale. On the inhale, let's feel that chest expand. Feel as it collapses. Just let all that stress and all the tension come out. If any thoughts do arise while you're working on your breath, watch them, don't engage them, see them and let them pass like a cloud would pass in the sky. If you want to do a body scan, that's absolutely fine, that's a, a favorite of mine. If you'd like to do that, feel free to, focus in on the body part, you can work your way up from your feet all the way up to your head. Remember, letting go of those thoughts as they arise. If you're focusing on a body part, just focus on it. Let's not try to create a story around it. Feel it. Notice it. And then let it go. This is a control that you actually do have as your focus. Allow what's coming in to come in and allow it to pass on through. Remember the point of these meditations is to learn to become the watcher of what's going on in our minds. Another deep breath in. Exhale out. Real good. Everybody's doing a great job today. I could feel those vibes. Let's take two more. And last one. And exhale. If your eyes were closed, softly open them up. Start gazing around. Try not to... Engage anything and just take notice of where you are for a second. And there you go. We're here. See? Easy. The spaceship has landed. 90 seconds or so, <laughs> whatever it was, a minute, a couple of minutes. And we kind of slow the mind stream down. Like you, you come out of that, you're actually, you feel like everything's moving a little slower yeah for you you right? were going 90 now you're going 40 you ain't going 40 so imagine doing that four or five times a day right sporadically in the morning after your yeah. coffee break you know i hope my kids were listening because uh, we talk about this all the time uh, especially with my boys you know they sometimes uh, they have trouble sleeping and they have trouble let's say just think about it you know i got my youngest son 
you know he's got trouble going to going to sleep but he's constantly studying he has a mind that's very active right and so Super I said, active. have you ever listened to a one minute guided meditation? He goes, yeah, but no, no, but do it in bed. Yeah. And do it, you know, play us in the background. You'll have John talking you through it and it's great. Just use it for that. And then you'll see, you'll just go right into another zone. Well, because it'll, it'll, it'll slow your mind stream down yeah. completely. So his his yeah. mind goes when he's got a lot of tests coming up. Yeah. And I, it's know. listen, that's. What the mind is built to do, right, is to analyze, yeah. judge, compare, fix, do all these things. So if you have, if you and he's a very intelligent kid right, on top yeah. of it, if you have that high IQ, your mind's going to be, is going to want to stay active a lot more. Um, so I, I could definitely see that happening. So I know I think it'd be a great benefit for any kid, not just yeah. Alberta, right, but yeah. for any, any kid at all. I mean, if we taught... If this was something that was taught to children... Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, it's I think cool. we, we've touched on this before, but yeah. if this was something that was taught to children, that would be amazing. Imagine <clears throat> teaching an 8-year-old kid how to meditate. Wow. And, and instead of trying to teach a 16-year-old kid who now is going to look at you and go at this, yeah. Dad, come on. Come on. This bull. Just really, stupid. Dad? I got to sit there. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I feel I stupid. I feel stupid. I feel stupid. I'm going to fall asleep. Now they've their mind's already created this judgment, this story to why this is not beneficial instead of ha- teaching them to have that open mind right and yeah. not ha- be so fixated that one thing so there's no right or wrong it's experience you don't know if something's going to work for you or how it's going to affect you until you experience yeah, it it's... so try i mean you know and the benefit for children would be so i mean imagine the adults this world would have if we taught kids at oh. a young age instead of whatever they're teaching in school at, at that age and I get the knowledge part the math and the English that's all sure. super important but imagine throwing a 30 minute mindfulness class in once a week twice a week yeah. for, for kids like you know second grade and up or even starting them in the first grade to teach a kid to just sit there in silence I, I, I don't I, I think we're under giving we're under importancing it hey you know when there's no vocabulary word for yeah, it, you, you make it up, up you make right? it up absolutely it's not, it's not my fault it becomes a word <laughs> we'll make a word That's yeah fine. we're under importancing it we're under importancing yeah, it yeah um you can, so, you can quote me on that you know so and, and seriously because you know you're in 2023 and stress levels have done nothing but rise and if you're a kid and you learn this technique early on it gives you a big. It gives you a big advantage in modern, oh, sure. modern life. Sure, you know? it does. Because you know what happens when stress levels get too high is, you know, you turn to other things. <laughs> you know, and the People other things, try to find synthetic ways to yeah, to slow the mind down. The other things aren't exactly, uh, say, the best of things. You know? No, of course not. We, we, we and we've had discussions about this. Yeah. You know, where people actually speak about, you know, will say their big, uh, you know, marijuana users. Let's just say. And very well-adjusted people. And my, my only, every time and we've spoken about this, you know, my only, my old beef or my take on it is, listen, do what you want to do. It's your life. Um, but I always say, if you want that heightened awareness, be careful for the things that are going to dull it. So the heightened awareness, sometimes taking certain narcotics like that will, not will they do they dull your senses which for people especially young kids nowadays who are really stressed out and they'll start vaping all this stuff yeah and because been drinking because it dulls their senses and shuts me off you know allows me to turn off all it's doing is dulling your senses it's not teaching you something it's it's synthetically dulling your senses imagine being able to do that holistically imagine being able to naturally tap into your inner marijuana so to speak and be able to shut it off or slow it down just by breathing. So, like, teaching kids, especially nowadays, like you just said, 2023 is, you know, everything moves. Yeah. You know, kids are so much under stress and there's so much going on. To be able to teach them to take a, you know, take a minute, take a, a, a breath and be like, and, like, get that little bit of space would be huge. Anyway, so, yep. I mean, yep. you know. I would love to talk to somebody if, the, if there's ever an administrator out there who's maybe listening. That'd be, be like, something else. Huh? Yeah, be like, all right, how do we implement this? I mean, I, unfortunately, I, I don't know, the politics of schools. Yeah, stuff, that's It's so thing. difficult. Yeah, they, they won't know, let you. It's, it'd be you, hard you won't get to do in. it. I, I don't know. I mean, I think until you have wife, a conversation. My wife works out of school. That's true, yeah. And I'm telling you, you know, I, I, you know, I hear the stories, 
And when I tell you that I am certain that those kids would have an immense benefit from this, oh. I'm certain. There's but no way it's it not going to be happen. Because you're going to have uh, some parents to say, you know, uh, you know, as you see, mumbo jumbo, I don't send my kid to school. To learn how to sit there and you know, nothing. Who knows if they're teaching yeah. him some sort of a religion that I don't agree with. You know, it's, it's, and, 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 and that's where, yeah, listen, and I get all that and... But isn't that just more of that's part of the problem is those are people who are so fixated one way, there's no openness in them to want to hear what the universe is, wants to tell them. They're, they're, they're so, yeah. no, no, no. This is what I know. Leave me alone. Yeah. This is what I know. Leave me alone. I don't want, I don't want to know your stuff. This is what I know. Leave me alone. And I'm like, all right, you're living in a very, closed off perspective like you're you have blinders on that you only see things this way and that's it yeah it's like uh, you and, know take you, them off and wow and you know the around. way that the human mind works so if you believe that whatever that is and you read something that coincides with that then you're going to say well that periodical is awesome look that's a <laughs> that's a good right I, I only listen i only watch this station over that station right yeah, yeah sure and, and, they align with your and uh, i think that's probably what's going on so then when you read something that you know doesn't coincide you're like that's crap that's you know that's that's a bunch of crap i'm not gonna listen to that because yeah. that's how humans are <laughs> yeah no that's how but, uh, so imagine teaching a, a young child not to be like that as they get older how much better would it be oh it's insane i i i'm truly 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 hoping that you know my kids are are tuning in like they say they are because they really do they say i heard it. i heard the last episode and that, and that that really I love it, I love it because I know that they're going through this the the guided meditation and like I said you know I think I gave him a helpful hint of yeah you can't get to bed and by the way this goes for everybody yeah <laughs> you know? it's not just this goes for, for everybody it's for anybody because you might again like I told you you might be a meditation rookie you might not feel you know you feel strange doing it by yourself this is perfect put us on listen to John and it, literally in ninety seconds. You, you know, your training wheels. Yeah, and then you might even find yourself, after the 90 seconds are over, still wanting to stay there. And if you do, That's by the, the way, if you do, hit pause while we're, while we're, before we start speaking, stay there for a little bit longer. That's like, you don't have to come out of this in 90 seconds when we're done with the guided meditation. I mean, I just cut it short at a certain point just so we could start um, the show. But if you're like, hey, listen, I'm loving where I am right now. This feels really nice. I'm in a you know I'm in a nice groove with the breathing. I'm really feeling everything. Stay with it. Hit yeah. pause and just stay with it on your own for a while, and you know, yeah. then come back. Yeah, yeah, practice that muscle on your own. Absolutely, absolutely. So I mean, that would be nice. So hopefully, eventually, people do uh, school systems and hopefully teachers. If there's any teachers out there, maybe talk to your administrators. I, I just think the benefits of it would be great. And I know a lot of spiritual teachers I've listened to and. And, and follow. They've all kind of said the same thing. Certain parts of the world, they do implement this at a young, a young age. Mm. Fortunately, here in the States, you know, mindfulness is just getting really some sort of popularity in the last five or six years, maybe. Like where there's even apps for it, like Calm and, and Headspace, which, listen, I get it. They're monetizing it. But at the same time, I think it's it's a step in the right direction. Like they're, they're trying to teach younger generations and some younger kids do it. Now, you know, if we could keep that going, I think it trickles down to the younger kids. And eventually you have more awakened, not woke, right. <laughs> awakened right. and aware individuals, which, you know, well, you, you can't beat that. If you recall the other day, I showed you a clip of Scott Adams. Yeah. And he said, uh, somebody had a question for me. How do I stop a bad recurring thought from happening? I remember he said, um, you treat it like a, like an icon on your desktop, remember? Yeah, that's and just there. It, so that yeah, was his, that that yeah. was his interpretation of it. Yeah. But this is the answer to how do you stop a bad recurring thought from happening? Yes. And it's not that you stop it, but you learn you how... You took the words out of my mouth. Right? <laughs> you learn how to deal, uh, address it. And it doesn't reduce your quality no. of your life. So he was saying... Which, when he was first speaking about that, I was a little like, because obviously everybody knows 
you know, with me, when I experienced OCD and it was at its worst, like that's exactly what it is, right? It's that recurring thought that you can't get out of your mind. And now the more you try to stop it, the more attention you're bringing to it, the more your mind just makes little bookmarks that this is important to John. We got to remind him of it all the time or whoever it is. When he said, keep that icon on your desktop, at first I was like, you know, what's he talking about? But I kind of got then the the uh, analogy he was trying to make, like, leave it there. Yeah, it's an icon. It's an icon. Don't it's click there. it. You don't have to click it. It's there. We're not dragging it and throwing it. To, he's not trying to drag it and force it into the trash bin. That's right. Leave it there. That's right. It's an icon. Leave it there. Leave it there. And eventually you're going to stop paying attention to it. You're not even going to see that it's there anymore. More just, and it's the same thing with that intrusive, with, with like kind of that obsessive thought that whatever it might be, if you try to stop it, all you're doing is bringing more attention to it or trying to click it and drag it and move it out of the way. Leave it there. And so, so I kind of got what he was saying. And, you know, depending on the example you give, sometimes an example like that will resonate with more of a techie person who their mind works that yeah. way. And they'll get that analogy yeah. and they'll understand like, oh, wow, I get what he's trying to say. Yeah. As opposed to somebody like me who's going to say, allow it to be there. You know, watch your thought, which is same thing. He's just using a different application yeah. for it, which which is good. You know, but, I get but, that. But the purpose of the comment was what we were saying about school and kids and about how if this skill were learned early on, <clears throat> you really, really, really could deviate somebody's path in life. I mean, I'm, you know, that's how strong it is, like, you know. Imagine if you beat yourself up. That thought can beat you up. That thought can have you on your knees. That sure. thought can control just how... If you allow it to, absolutely, right? yeah. Just how incapable you are of doing X or incapable you are of, you know, the ego is talking, don't do this, don't do that, or falsely, yes, you're good for this and you fail because it's, it's madness. But if we had mindfulness early on, you could really help people think clearer. It's not a matter of better, but just less clearer. noise. Well, I think you become better at realizing that all the voices, and this might, people might not, might, might not understand, but all the voices in your head are basically bullshit. It's just, which voice do you want to listen to? Mm. So all the voices in your head, there's no one right or wrong voice whether it's the voice telling you you're the best or you're the worst or you're good or yeah. you're not or blah, blah, blah. It's, it's realizing which voice do I want to give my attention to? And then the next question becomes, who the hell is I and who's the side that wants to give attention to it? And that's where we go back to the meditation and teach, and we were just saying we're teaching kids. The watcher, the one who sees the voices, who hears the voices, doesn't judge them, but goes, that's the direction that we were going to go. Like, that's where we're going to focus our attention. Something's going to pull you that way. Certain things can't be described, right? Those, we could only, only describe into words so many things before we get to that inevitability where we're going to say something like, yeah, this part we can't explain. Like, what pulls you to do a certain thing? What calls you to want to go in a certain direction? It's not the checklist of what you, you could... I can make checklists till I'm yeah. blue in the face of, yes, yes, the mind's going to go, okay. No, okay, no, okay, no. And I could do that, like, I could, a whole read my paper I could make and use with checklists. It's not that. It's going to be that, where we say the consciousness. Inexplicable. That inexplicable, con that's going to go like this. That's, the, like, you're going you're gonna to look and you're going to go, you're not even going to hear a voice goes, John, we got to go that way. You're just going to look and you're going to go, okay, that's the path. Like, you just know, you know, and, and that knowing can't be explained and there's no spiritual teacher that can explain that to you scientifically we try to break it down into words and you know we use words like you know or, or spiritually like words like awareness and presence or a signposts but it's because we, we in order to communicate we put words yeah. so we could get that message they're out. all little metaphors but what's actually behind it can never be explained it's that 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 intelligence that feeds us yeah. where those insights where, where do insights drop in from like the mysterious aura. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, that mean, so and that's what kind of pushes you and guides you. But then the mind comes in and starts to pick those apart because that's what the mind does, right? The mind's gonna say, "Okay, time to analyze, time to compare, and time to judge," because that's what I do. And I am also, the mind. also freak out, and, or, <laughs> and, and 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 I'll also freak out. Absolutely, great, absolutely freak out. If so, teaching somebody to understand. 
but not necessarily have to know where this comes from and where that that presence that pushes you in a certain way is, but just to say, I know it's there. Once you feel it, there's no need, like for me, there's no need for me to know where that comes from. I'm actually, I actually feel like calm and at peace just knowing that I'm aware of it, but I don't need to know where it's coming from. I don't, I don't need to, like, tr- once you try to say, okay, time out, let me go see where the watch is coming from, and you turn around, that's the mind that just came in and went, pop, let's go find this person. But you can never, all you're going to do is keep turning around, and the mind's going to turn around again, and the mind's going to, every time you're trying to figure it out, the mind is dropped back in. That feeling in the background is what it is. It's, it's a, it's a feeling that something is there, but you can never know what it is. It's a dog chasing his tail. Yeah, it's a do- so the mind will, the mind will make you become a dog chasing his tail, right? That's what the mind will do. Yeah. Go, that, that, that's a great analogy. You are you are the watcher, but you're also your mind. No, yeah. it can't be. No, yeah. yeah, you are. You are. No, no, yes. Well, who am I listening to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so so you can get you could easily get caught into. I love that man, dog chasing his tail. Yeah. You could easily get caught into that dog chasing your tail, and round and round and round and round, or just say. Stop! Stop! It is. It just. It is. It, Doggy. Yeah. Sit down. So imagine teaching <laughs> an eight-year-old kid or seven-year-old kid that presence in the background that's there. It's amazing. Doesn't need to be explained, but once you're aware that you're, once you're aware, and I said this before, once you're aware that you're aware, that's it. Not now. There's no. There's nothing else in there. All you do now is you just nurture that. Hone it. You hone it and nurture it to where that awareness becomes like a. a a laser pointed focus to where you want to put it. That's it. That's all it becomes. The mind is the mind is a computer screen with all the crap on it. And the watcher is just the eyes that are looking at it. And without using hands and fingers, just wants to put my focus on that icon. That icon. That icon. So to use like Scott Adams analogy, right? The yeah. USB gun. That's all it is. You're just, you're watching and you're saying, that's where my focus goes. And now from there, we continue. Right. Instead yeah. of the icons punching you in the face. Yeah, sure. Coming at you and being right. like, no, hey, click on right. me, click on me. Because that's what they're going to do, right? Click on me, click on me, click on me. Right. So, yeah, man, that'd be... Sorry. That'd be... <laughs> <laughs> we went down that, that road. No, but that was... That's... I mean, no, no. I, I, I'm actually glad we started speaking about that because a lot of people, you know... The, the the essence behind what we're what we're trying to do here and the message we're trying to get out is not just to meditate, not just to do these certain things or live this certain ways, to realize what's actually behind there because once you realize it's there, once you realize its presence is there, everything kind of changes. Like there's a there's a lightness and an airiness to a lot of things. Even at times when the mind does grab you and pulls you and like really close yeah. and says, Hey, no, no, look at me. You need to worry about this. Still, you're able to always not push back, but just step back a little bit and go, okay, like there's something bigger than what's happening here in front of me right now, right? There's something greater. There's something, you know, uh, more important than what's happening here. Yeah, this is my life story. I get it. At times it could suck. At times I'm going to have to deal with shit I don't want to have to deal with. At times it's going to be painful. At times it's going to be happy. But behind it, there's always something that never changes. Like, no matter what's happening, how bad the storm is, it never changes. And how you tap into that is by, like, you know, the meditations yeah. and the mindfulness and things like that. Um, also, that it's daily. It's daily. It's not like, you know, uh, this is the part that I think that we, we, we perform a very good service of bringing it to the ground street. I say bring it to the street. Uh, where this is practiced daily. This is something that in your daily life really helps you even when you think, because based on a previous reaction, you think, oh, when this happens to me, this is how I get. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised how you get once you're mindful. You'd be surprised how you don't do the things that you used to do. You might have freaked out if X happened to you before. Well, guess what? X happened and you didn't freak out. You handled it much better. I'm living proof. As I was telling you about what happened to me earlier in this week, and about some news that I got and some stresses, stressors, yeah, stressors that, that I got, I'm telling you that before mindfulness, that was a flip out episode. That was a oh my god, you know, oh my god, what do I do? 
And it was for weeks on end an obsession <laughs> where that thought lived, as they say, as the kids say, lived in your mind rent free. You know. Yeah, I actually heard the you know? reference. Yeah. <laughs> but they live in I your love mind rent free. Rent free. I live, I live in your mind rent free. And great. it's boom, 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 boom. And it's like, oh my God, that's all you can think about. And there you go. You went off into La La Land. You went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, there you, are. you went you down the rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. And now uh, the news is so bad. I'm already behind bars. <laughs> you know, I'm already behind bars because, like, what is going on here? Well, that's the power of the mind. That's the icons all smacking you in the face. Um, and you got to be able to look at the icons and say, all right, do I really want to press these guys? Which one do I want to press? That you, you can separate. You have mindfulness. You have the ability to, to separate. And think about it if you want to. And don't think about it if you don't want to. Yeah, no, and listen, and the thinking mind is great for that, for that purpose, right? It's there to, to be a tool. When you have when you have an issue that needs to be resolved or to think your way through, but it's not ever who you really are. And once you realize that, there's nothing that could happen to you in your life that's greater than what you actually are. It's, and it becomes difficult to explain, but you actually go through life saying, no matter what happens, yeah, everybody wants their life to be a certain way, right? Everybody thinks their life needs to be a certain way, um, but no matter what happens, you're always that that essence behind it never changes. Whether you're in a, a great predicament, like something awesome's happening in your life, or something unfortunate's happening in your life, that in the background doesn't change. It doesn't doesn't feel any different. Doesn't feel any better when you're happy. Doesn't feel any better when you're sad. It feels the same. There's that peace. I used to always when I was kind of, when I kind of started with this, and it was easy for me to tap into it when I was sad or depressed or anxious. Like it became that, okay, let me feel that presence behind it. And here's that separation. That little safety net. Yeah. I started doing it when I was happy. When things were going great, I started saying, uh, 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 <clears throat> and I would, I would detach maybe is a word kind of, uh, I say, I see myself being happy because this is great and this is happening, but watch, I'm going to watch this happen to me now. I'm going to watch myself be in a good mood. So I'm not becoming the good mood. Mm. I'm not attaching because what you attach to, you become eventually. So if I attach to this, what happens when the good mood goes away? Now I become a bad mood. Now yeah. I become a depressed mood. So I would say, I'm, things are going great right now. I'm going to watch this happen. And while I'm going to enjoy it, I'm not going to become it, which means I'm not going to become that overzealous. <gasps> Life is great. Wow. Because that person becomes, <gasps> Life sucks, dude. Yeah. Immediately on a dime. Like you just... Boom, it just happens. Okay, so in my opinion, that is a inhumane reaction. And and hum, inhuman, not inhuman. Inhuman. <laughs> you're not human. You said that. I was yeah, like, and not, and not, and not in, uh, you're unhuman. And you're, un, you're not human. No, well. What do I mean by that? Yeah. Is okay. As you go through life, and I try to tell people about you know mindfulness, awareness, I can see in their eyes, they're not, they're not getting it. They're not capturing it. And if I said to them, what you just said, you know, you have a moment, you, you have a sad moment or a bad moment and you identify with it. Therefore you are sad, bad. You have a happy moment. Therefore you are happy. You're neither. You're neither. You're that void. You're that. Yeah. That, air, it's, it's that it's the, the nothing, it's the nothing behind everything. And people look at you Sounds, like, you, dude, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> uh, it's hard to explain, but just hear me out, you know? Uh, and it's not. And most humans are like, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, it's, 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 so the human, re that's part of being a human being, right? Is to have those feelings and those emotions. That's what we all experience. It's the attachment to the emotion or the feeling but that. That's, that's what I'm saying is, yeah. look, John, even if you dipped your toe into mindfulness, you do it for the bad part, not for the good. Because for the good, the good part comes like, yeah, baby. Yeah. You but want to you attach to it. Yeah. are not human because you said, no, wait a minute. I want to see how strong my mindfulness is. Meaning it's only here for the bad parts. And then when it have this good part, no, because then you're slipping into the same uh, pitfall. 
that you had for the down. It just doesn't bother you on right. that side of it. But it's still a pitfall. Sure it is. Because you're identifying. Yeah. When I, when I, was, when I was in therapy with my, years ago, when I was in therapy with my therapist and I was working on ACT, I actually went to her one time and I told her. I, I feel great. I told her this. <laughs> no, and I, and I told her, I said, you know what I'm doing? I said, I'm actually applying this when I'm in a good mood. I, I'm actually applying this when things are going really well. When my mind isn't, quote unquote, poking me. You know, when it's not being like, hey, John you and giving me all this shit to deal with like when things were calm i would apply it and say i'm not even going to attach to this calm great feeling and say this is who i am i watch it i enjoy it but i let i i would allow that happy nice feeling to flow and go away because that practice allows the crappy feeling that comes in because it's going to, our moods are going to change because we're human beings our chemicals are going to change in our body so our moods are going to get affected but when you don't attach to the mood, you're not the mood, and it flows in, it flows out. Now, you don't enjoy the shitty one when it's there. Right. I'm not saying that there's an enjoyment to that, but it doesn't affect you right. like it would if you attach to it because now, oh, I just have to be happy. You know, I, I love when I feel happy. Oh, today, you know, I'll see people on Instagram and a lot of advocates, and you know, God bless them for what they do. I think it's great to put themselves out there. It's phenomenal the work that they're doing, especially the ones I follow with, you know, OCD advocates are all great. But a lot of them will, will say, you know, I'll see postings about how great things were, how the mind was like this, but now my, today my mind is all this instead. It's all overactive and it's really knocking me down. And that's where you're like, well, I can guarantee you when you were feeling good, you like that's where you wanted to stay. Yeah. You didn't want to leave that playground. So now when you're in this playground, you don't want to be here. It's too tempting to, yeah. to want to leave the happy playground. It is. It is. And I think until you get to a point where, like, I had to experience the shitty playground for a while yep. and then get to a certain point. And then I said, hey, even though I'm in this playground, let me apply this here because then I'm going to miss this really a lot when it disappears on me because it will. When they pull the sugar. Yeah. When they go, hey, no more candy for you. No more candy. No more candy You're going to cry. You. You're going to cry. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... You know, it's it's that whole sometimes mindset of, you know, I think we said we, before the show started, we said we were going to kind of talk about this, which we haven't yet, because that's what we usually do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole menu of stuff that we're, we never get to. <laughs> we never get to. I just keep adding stuff to it. I'm like, oh, we actually talked about that two weeks ago. All right, get rid of that. It's, you know, we were saying before how the, sometimes the universe or God, or whatever word you want to use, uh, like I said, they're always interchangeable, or give you what you need, not what you want, yeah. right? So once you understand that, it becomes easier to navigate those. Like, it's, it's, this isn't, like, when you say, well, this is what I want, I want to be happy, so I want the universe to make me happy. Okay, well, if I do this, am I always going to be happy? No. So, spoiler alert, doing mindfulness, you're not always going to be happy. Right. It's unattainable. You're going to find something in the background that's going to allow you to enjoy the happiness and navigate the sadness and navigate the shitty things that happen in life with ease with with, with a lightness about yeah. it you know so uh yeah it's, a, it's like we said it's a superpower yeah but it's it's the most bland vanilla superpower <laughs> you're ever yeah, people gonna... have superpowers they're like oh these guys right superpowers what do they think they think they're better than everybody because yeah. they have a superpower it's oh. a very vanilla as a matter of fact it's seek, seeking tranquility <laughs> seeking the void seeking the calmness yeah and it's baseline uh so whenever there's you no go, sugar with the superpower at all when you're at zero baseline and you go negative 10 because of bad news well you want to bring it to baseline and when you go plus 10 because of the super good news you want to bring it to baseline Basin. So that you're baseline and you're neither swinging up or swinging down. Sugar rushes don't affect you. Sugar, lack of sugar doesn't affect you. You have great insulin. <laughs> yeah, and people are going to say, but John Henry, doesn't that, well, aren't you saying like that you don't want to feel emotion? That's, Do you want to feel the happiness? Very the good. And I'm like, that's it. Okay, so ready? No, you want to feel it. We just don't attach to it. Yeah. I feel, Henry feels happiness. Henry feels sadness. Henry feels anxiousness. Henry feels fear and anxiety as I do to this day feel fear, anxiety, happiness, sadness, everything. I just don't attach them. So when there's a feeling that's there, I can enjoy it and I can navigate it. Yeah. Now, once you do that, you tend to spend less time in the, on the crappier side, maybe a little bit more time on the peaceful side because 
you're not attaching to that, you know, because everybody knows like when you're feeling shitty, that rabbit hole, sometimes you, it'll just keep digging and yeah. like you stop burrowing down till you look up and you stop seeing daylight. Right. So that doesn't happen once you do this. Like you, you find a way to avoid getting lost in that. I'm going to tell you something that my mind is going through right now. Yeah. And you might not agree, but so you know how you said earlier, you can tap into that inner marijuana. Ah, yes. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So think about this for a second. So I was a guy who at one point did talk therapy. I was put on uh, antidepressant. Uh, that antidepressant was uh, generic Zoloft. So generic Zoloft was sertraline. Okay. Very, very, I started with a very small dose. Yeah. Okay. But as you learn, what's the purpose of those drugs? Of, in particular, an antidepressant. Don't they kind of just... They baseline you. They baseline you. you. Yeah, they make you feel very You're neither dull. too happy, you're neither too sad. They baseline you. And that's what the medicine seeks to do. But that's what awareness is seeking to do, to, to baseline you. So... Exactly. As as a person who suffered with it's stress, natural Zoloft. anxiety, and yeah. depression, you know, I, I've had depression. Uh, you know, I think just like OCD, I don't think you got rid of it. Simply, no, simply put, not at all. Simply put, you know that a, a a depression bug lives in your mind, and you know, hey, he's there, and I don't have to click on him <laughs> if I don't want to. No, absolutely, agreed, one hundred percent. But mindfulness for anybody. Um, who has an issue with drugs like I do. I have an issue with, with pills. I have an issue with generic pharmacy. You mean like taking them Pharmacology. Oh, okay. I really don't. You said you had an issue with them. <laughs> no, I have an issue. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't like to alter because I don't know what these chemicals are going to do. I don't know. You know, I have a tough time. But yeah, like you said, that, guess, like you yeah. said, when we spoke earlier on, it's like, but there's a time and a place. Absolutely. You're going to know the time and a place. But a guy like me, you know, going through life a little bit now and having experienced a talk therapy with a medication and having experienced mindfulness, I can tell you, I mean, straight up with no filter, no mindfulness is a hundred times better and a hundred times more powerful than any antidepressant. Because you're not with, dulling your senses. You're therapy. not dulling your senses. You're 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 actually sharpening them. <clears throat> you're just not attaching to those feelings that come with them. So, but it's yeah. but it's like learning. Uh, it's like learning to ride a bike, as opposed to having training wheels forever. And when you have your training wheels, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, it didn't get to you the way. But you never learned how to ride a bike. And how guess to do what? It, how to do it naturally? It's if in, you it's learn in. how to ride your bike, it's possible. You're not only riding a bike, but you're going around the block on one one leg, and yeah. you could do a bunch of flips, and you enjoy. It's weird because you want to stay baseline, but you learn how to enjoy because you're present. You learn how to feel. It's crazy. It's something that it's it's inexplicable, but it's Agreed. more powerful than it, it. It is, and and like look, I was on medication for actually a wrong diagnosis years ago when the first therapist I saw put me on Lamotrigine which was for bipolar because inter he interpreted he was a great gentleman he and, he and I speak about it in, my, in the book um, he's a great gentleman but he saw it as more of a mood issue than actually OCD so anyway right. and put me on medication I didn't need listen a medication could like you said they're training wheels right so if it's the right set of training wheels and, and they're needed for a temporary amount of time while we teach you how to pedal the bike and how to get your balance. Listen, I, I think modern medicine has a huge, you know, has a has a um, uh, an important part to play in that. Yep. Absolutely. But if we leave the training wheels on, like you were just saying, and we don't come off of them because they're safe, <clears throat> well, then you're never learning how you said how to ride the bike. <clears throat> and if People, if you're going to stay on a medication, for the, and there are people who are, and listen, that's their choice. And that's right. I'm not here to judge you or tell you you're right or you're wrong. Um, but like we were saying, they dull your senses artificially. And, and, and that's what they're made to do. But sometimes it's like, how about trying to learn as you come off? Like a good therapist actually is going to keep you on it and then try to wean you off of it. Like a, a, a psychiatrist that you go see who's worth their weight in gold, isn't just going to prescribe you something and be like, you need to take this and just go. Forever. Forever. They'd be like, 
we're going to give you this for now because we think you're at a point where we need to help you center yourself. And then we're going to teach you mindfulness. We're going to teach you act. We're going to teach you acceptance commitment therapy, you know, or, or any, you know, whatever kind of therapy you're in. We're going to teach you how to navigate what's happening. And then we're going to, and I know plenty of people who've done this, they back off of it and then they come off completely. It's unfortunately, you know, people who like, they'll write a script, they'll give yeah. it to you and be like, go. And the person's on an antidepressant for years. And look, it, it might not harm them or no, anything. No. I get it. But I'm, I, I, are you giving yourself the opportunity to want to see life beyond yeah. an artificial dullard? Yeah, and simply put. You know, and I'm not telling somebody to come off their medication, correct. please. I'm not. Don't take it that That's, way. You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, my yeah, yeah. It's, it's my opinion. It's my opinion from my experience. I told you, for a guy who's been through a little bit of life, and I did one and I did the, the other, other. I've done both, yeah. I think I... Uh, I can tell you that this is the better way. The person has to be in a position where they truly are willing to do the work to I, get there. I agree. To do, I mean, there's so you don't just wake up and go, "I'm coming off today." Yes. Because once life, once like whatever you're dealing with kicks yes. you in the ass, are you going to be prepared for it? That's, that's right. So if you are on something, and that's great, if you are, if you're taking a, 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 a antidepressant or some sort of medication, yeah, great. How about? Trying a little bit of this with it. That's right. Try some meditation. Yep. Right? Try applying mindfulness during the day where you're watching yourself do something. Try to find that space between thought and yourself and see how much more that benefits, even if you are on a medication, how much more it benefits even being on the medication. Yep. It's like it's like adding a, a little extra to what you're doing That's already. Right. It can make it could actually it could actually help you. And then maybe have a conversation with a therapist yep. that you've been working and with. Truth be told, like at that at that time in my life, I had no idea what mindfulness was. Matter of fact, you didn't have any idea what mindfulness no. was. Because I remember we were friends at that moment. And at that time, like my mom had passed away, a bunch of stuff was happening in my life, yeah. and I was a mess. I was a wreck. So I had to go see somebody because, you know, I, if, if it's like I, a li- it's like a life preserver, I, I and they'll throw it. it to you because they'll be like, "Dude, we're going to give you this for now." Exactly. Like yeah. I, I, I was at a point in my life where I can't live like this. Yeah. I cannot go on like everybody's this, different. Right? Absolutely, as it happened to you, yeah. I cannot go on this. I have to make a choice. So I did. I, I and they, I went. I got there, and one of the first things he said was, "You might benefit from an antidepressant." He goes, "It's just going to make your skin a little thicker." Yeah. 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 That's the way he kind of told me. I yeah. said, and I was so looking forward to it. I was like, give me, give me the antidepressant because I don't want to feel like this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, in my mind, I was like, give it to me and, and give it to me. Good, man. Because, I mean, that's where I was. I was there. And he goes, well, we're going to start you at this dose. And then, you know, we're going to we're going to go up. Yeah. And that's the proper way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, then, you know, then I, I decided done. Yeah, that's a whole another story for that. Yeah, but but listen, I, like I said we're not we're not. <clears throat> yeah, we, I don't want to shit on that. No, uh, we're not. A, we're not shitting right. on it, and B, we're not. You know, we're not trying to tell anybody what they should or should yeah, not do. No. It's, it's not about that. What we're trying to do is give you a little insight to say, you know, where the medic. Like we were talking about when I was talking about the marijuana before, how it dulls your senses. You know, medications are made to do that also, and they could be a benefit. Temporarily, so while you're doing that, why not implement something that's natural, like that? Nat- so uh, for me, like I've always said, mindfulness is a very natural antidepressant. Yeah. It's a very natural. It's it's your body's medication, right? To help equ- to help um, give you a little bit of equilibrium back, and that's what it does. So if you're going through something and you're taking something, fine, that's great, awesome. You know, work with your doctor, work with do all that. How about sprinkle this on top of it yeah. and see what added benefit you get from it? This costs nothing. This won't harm you at all. This has no side effects. It has nothing to it. It can only add to it. That's all we're trying to say. Yep. So what, if you're taking something, that's great. We're not, you it's know, a, it's, I, I hate had... talking about medication, but sometimes people don't want to speak about it because it's like this, you know, you know spiritual teachers, they don't talk about this. It's, look, it's, a, it's a, a, a fact of life, right? There are people who are dealing with things that, they need a life preserver. You know, if somebody's drowning, you're not going to scream, well, learn how to swim. Right. Oh, he didn't learn how to swim. Right. No, you throw them a life preserver to help them until you teach them how to swim. But it's, a, I'm going to tell you, in my view, it's a cheat code for life. Mindfulness. It's, it's the 100%. Code. It, it's the cheat code. Yeah. Because it allows you, because life doesn't stop happening. 
So the bad news doesn't stop coming because you learn mindfulness. No. You know? uh, bad things don't just ha not happen. No, life is going to continue to happen. It's your ability to deal with it as it comes and not have to, you know, jump off a cliff when you get this bad news or not have to be, you know, in bed, curled up, immobile because you're having a panic attack. You know, you with this mindfulness, you can cheat code your way of receiving bad news, dealing with bad news, continuing on your day and your life productively with the bad news. The bad news is still there. You, you still got to pay the rent. <laughs> the rent doesn't go away. No, but, not at all. But you learn how to cope with it much, much better. And you find yourself possibly even coming up with different ways to address these problems. And they're more productive. The answer to those problems are more productive. You, don't, you just don't know. But, you know, I think it's a cheat code. <laughs> and you don't need the, well, again, for certain cases, for my case, you know, it's better than the pill. Much better than the pill. Well, because so you got to a certain point where you realize that you're ready to take the training reels off. Yeah. I, I, and I didn't know mindfulness, by the way. This was easily 10 years apart. Yeah. Easily. Well, look, look, everybody's path is going to be different, but you get to a certain point where, you know, maybe you realize you don't need that assistance anymore, right? The crutch could come off. And, and you were you you made a choice to, take, to throw the crutch off when I was going through my therapy I remember when I started with my second therapist who we realized it was pure OCD and it wasn't anything, it wasn't bipolar, but it was pure OCD that I was dealing with and, and that, that was the demon. Like, she looked at me blatantly and told me, she's like, listen, she's like, this is the wrong medication. A, she goes, it's the wrong medication because this isn't what you're dealing with. And we had two or three different clinicians, you know, I'm like the two or three different therapists in the group and they all had to, you know, confer and say, hey, listen, yes, this is all, this is pure OCD, 110%. So it wasn't like one No, person, it wasn't like one person, no, come up. And so, another mixed diagnosis. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, so I, I went through two or three different people there and they said, no, no, listen, this, this is pure, this is like pure OCD, you know, this is the poster child for it. And they're like, but she looked at me, she goes, I'm not going to tell you to come off the medication. She goes, you have to make that choice. She's like, That's pretty you good. don't need it. But you got to choose to come off it when you want to come off it. She goes, and you have to tell the other therapist that you want to come off it. So she, she empowered me to make that choice, knowing, and my therapist, knowing that this wasn't the right renication for me at this time, right? She like, you don't need this because it's not, it's, it's okay. So it, you need vitamin A where, you know, you actually need vitamin A, but this is vitamin C. So vitamin C is going to, it's not doing anything for you. It's not helping you because your vitamin C levels are fine. So she's like, you have to make that decision. Took me about a month, a little over a month. And then I said, okay, listen, I said, I, I'm, I'm ready. And it was a very scary feeling. Uh -huh. It was a I'll very just, scary feeling in my time. Yeah, I was, mm -hmm. this is where I was starting to learn mindfulness, but now all comes this panic of what happens if I come off it? And I had to live with that anxiousness. What happens if I come off it? Yeah. And the OCD is still there. And it's still there. So, and remember, Lamotrigine wasn't doing anything for the, it wasn't even made for OCD. So it wasn't like helping that at all. But I made the choice to come off of it. There was panic. There was fear when I did mm. it. There was also empowerment. But like when, when I came off of it because it was a choice that I made under the guidance of professionals, wow. I was like, okay, I'm doing this. Like, I, I, after the fear went away, like this, another feeling kind of arose of, okay, I've made a choice. I made a choice. Not the story in my head, not the anxiety, not the feeling. I made a choice because this is the path that I wanted to take. I wanted to work on something different. To hell of a therapist. Yeah. And, and listen, I, I give them credit because it's... Hell of a therapist. Yeah. I mean... That, I mean, that's... Yeah. But... but so she was trying to teach me. It had nothing to do with the medication because she knew I didn't need it. Right? So it's different. She, want, she wanted to teach me, make a choice despite what your mind is telling you. Right now, your mind is going to tell you why you shouldn't come off it. Like, without saying this to me, like, your mind's going to tell you why you should stay on this. Because if you don't, something bad might happen. And I was like, I got to make this choice. I'm, I'm, like, like, I'm, like, like, you, I'm reliving Yeah, story. Like, I got to make this choice. And I made the choice to say, I, I don't need this. I, I don't need it. It's not warranted. It's not needed. I'm going to try. And... Then and that's kind of where my path really started to like 
exponentially start to grow because I really and then we you know started working. That on was the door you acceptance opened. And acceptance and acceptance. Yeah. So I mean, if if and it's wow. all, look for me, it's always like if you're dealing with a therapist, if you're dealing with the right therapist, they're going to guide you in the right. They're going to guide you in the proper way. Unfortunately, there's people out there who'll write a script and throw it at you and say, "I'll see you in six months." Yeah. You know, and a lot of us get caught up in that. Yeah, you know? unfortunately, yeah. At least, like I said, you had the wherewithal to kind of notice, you know, where it's this isn't the right. Uh... Yeah, so like I didn't even when I when I was with my first therapist, um, and again, he was a, like, like the sweetest guy in the world, right? right. Such a, a salt of the earth gentleman. Right. Like, you never always, want always wanted to make me feel good. You never want this critique to go. To, no, it's not to, a critique. It's 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 a. But to be interpreted just, as yeah, no, what an idiot. It's just no, me, it's telling. No, no, no. It's, there's no judgment against the gentleman at common, all because I think it's more common than than we think. Yeah, this where you you go to a talk therapist and you're expressing yourself, and that therapist goes, you know what? Whenever I seen this, one plus one always equals two, and I think you have two, but it turns out. Ah, uh, you didn't do you, one plus one, but John was one plus two, and he's three, and you miss it. You can miss it, you know. Yeah, you sure, but that's why. I mean, listen, I think we could have a whole conversation on therapists, but choosing the right one is very important. Yeah. And that's as a whole. It's sometimes it's hard. It's unfortunately, it's it's, it's hard. But for 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 people listening who are in therapy or looking for a therapist, just know. I mean, you've been, I've been, uh, a lot of people have been. Give this a shot parallel to that. To that. Yeah, absolutely. So this is what I learned in therapy, right? Not the spiritual part of it, but ACT, acceptance commitment therapy, which is like a scientific version. They teach you diffusion. They teach you expansion, like how to, how to treat your mind as this void of just things could just drop in. It's never ending. So it's not a finite space where everything is like on top of you. It's just... Also, you look at your mind as if it's the universe, mm -hmm. just goes forever. And thoughts could just drop in and float away and float away and how to diffuse from your thoughts and how, you know, so th there's a lot of this. I mean, the parallels between mindfulness and act is, I mean, they run along the same lines. One is called one thing. One is one is more a feeling. One is more they try to put scientific words to it. But like act taught me when I learned act, this is where I was able to kind of start separating and realize that. I could tap into this naturally. Like I could tap into this natural feeling of, of peace and not need an artificial substance. And this isn't just for medication. We've seen before marijuana or any other kind of vape. All the things that kids, alcohol that people do. Alcohol. Because people go, it numbs me. I had a rough day. I need a drink. Yeah. Well, that's, John, okay, I mean, a drink. I'm, I'm not against having a glass of wine at dinner. <laughs> I don't know anybody that lives like we, we do. We don't even drink a little wine, a little beer. No, I mean, I mean, very, very. I mean, occasionally I'll have I'll have a glass of wine at dinner. Yeah. Occasionally, on like a nice occasion. But it's and I have nothing against having the glass exactly. of wine. Who cares? Yeah. But it's it's when you're using that that substance or that means to get to an end. Like I'm taking Correct. this because I got to get here. Correct. Well, there's the red flag for you. Correct. We're, listen. And people, look, I have friends who are, who are drinkers, right? And they're going to be like, ah, fuck you, John. Yeah, you're right. Like, all right, no. listen. Uh, Very simple. We're all adults. Yeah. You're going to sit down. You're going to have a drink because you have a good time. Good for you. It loosens you up. Good for you. Yeah. You want to have 10? Great. You had 10. So what? You got drunk. Big deal. But if you're going to look to alcohol to be the antidepressant or to be the mind, you know, the baseline, then I think that's what I'm saying is you're barking up the wrong tree and that's when things can get unhealthy. So absolutely. This yeah. is as natural as it gets. This is a very polarizing episode, by the way, <laughs> hey. but in a good way, but it's conversations. People... Polarize these. No. <laughs> no, but people, but, but it's, it's look, it's, yeah. it's good to have this conversation because if you want to teach your kids to be a better version of a human being, yeah. as I do, as I'm sure most parents do, well, it's important that you show your kids be the like we always say be the example don't yeah. tell them be the example for them and show them how to live that right life how to live that better that better life and and this is one one way of doing it like if 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 you could show them that there's a better way especially the young kids that's where we this is how this whole conversation started yeah. those young kids who will see parents or see friends or see people they know doing these things as an escape well they're going to inherently adapt that escape for themselves they're gonna just think oh okay well this is how i numb that sense yeah. this is how i deal with my stressful day yeah. where it's like well 
how about this? How about you deal with your stressful day by A, realizing that you create your own stress. The situation doesn't create the stress. It's your interpretation of the situation that creates the stress. Taking a breath, allowing whatever's happening to be there and realizing that you're this kind of calmness behind it and, and you've just given that child, and especially if they start cultivating at a young age, you've given that child the best antidepressant, the best drug, the best out, like the best that they could ever have, and it's it's in it's it's accessible now. It's a cheat it's code. It's free. It's there. It's yours. It's mine. Everybody has it. You could all feel it, but you gotta have to want to do the work to realize it's there. And once you do, wow, it's like, hey. Okay, so shitty things are happening. I don't like it. It sucks. But I don't need to numb myself right now because when the numbing agent wears off, whatever it is, guess what happens? That feeling, whatever it is, is still smacking you in the face. It's still beating you up. And then you're going to go, I got to numb myself again. And now you're living a numb life, not experiencing anything. Your senses aren't heightened. So what have you accomplished? So I think this is where... This is more important than what we think right now, what we're doing. We're taking this to the ground floor. You know how many people are on pills, are on alcohol, are on anything that you can think of? Yeah. And it's because life is really difficult. Modern life is very difficult to navigate. Very fast-paced, yeah. Very difficult to navigate. Fast-paced, I think, is an understatement. Yeah. I think it's lightning speed. And everything is going quick. and every, I mean, just today, this morning, right? We're recording this on a Sunday morning. I wake up Sunday morning. I said, you know what? You hadn't texted me back yet. So maybe he's not up yet. Who knows? I left my house. I'm good. I'm going to go to his house slowly. Who's on the road? There's a guy on the road eating my ass. And the, and, and, you know. <laughs> That's how life is. Yeah. That's life. They're like Sunday morning. nobody. There's a guy Puppy outside. Butt. <laughs> like, yo, let's go. Like, what is going on here? Like, where are you going? Like, so that it, it, we need to be, you know, I hate to use the word aware of the fact that. Yeah, but it's the right word to use. It's, well, it's we need to be, yeah, we need to be aware of the fact that modern life is super stressful. I don't think that there's a difference uh, whether you're, because, uh, um, you know, money resolves everything. Yeah, it's true. Things are easier with money, but no, you can be a tetra billionaire and still not be able to let's say have full oh, I love that money resolves anything you know full no, full knowledge of your emotions full control of your emotions of your of your thoughts of money's no different than the alcohol correct or the marijuana or the vape, whatever whatever prescription it's no different it's just another numbing agent that's all it is because your thoughts could still control you and your thoughts could still no because know. even that feeling of the money that joy that like if I'll tell somebody you know money doesn't buy happiness I get to look like this. Are you fucking serious? Right. Like, and I, and I hate to curse, but like, are you serious? Money doesn't buy it? No. You obviously never been poor. I got this. I go, money buys stuff. Stuff makes you want to buy more stuff. I said, where's the peace in that? So when is enough enough? Yeah. Uh, and that's what, there's no answer for that. When is enough enough? They're like, well, you know. I, I'll I'll know. I go no. I go. Money's great to have. Listen, if you have it, that's phenomenal, right? It's, it's great. It takes away some of the the worries, I guess, the daily worries that will be there in life. Oh, okay, that's fine. But it doesn't make you. So I I always say this when I was when I when I had a, I had no nickels. Even if I have a nickel in my life now, when I had no nickels, I still always, even when I was younger, always felt there was something more to life than just mm. attaining money. When I kind of got into the throes of this and I was going full force on my business and I was just running, rah, 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 I got sucked into that. And that actually started, I started losing that feeling that there was something more to life than that. And that, I don't, that didn't, it wasn't the reason why I broke, but it was a major proponent to why I kind of got to where I got, I think, because I just went so far off the path and I just burned myself out completely. But money doesn't, money's a object to get, to obtain things, to do things in your life. That's all it is. You could be as peaceful with money and as joyful with money as you are without money. Yeah. It, it, it's no different than the marijuana or the alcohol. All it's going to do is say, I feel crappy today. I'm going to go buy a car. Oh, I hate my wife. 
I'm gonna go. I'm going on vacation for four days. Right. Without yeah. her. Without her. No, no. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. But like people do this. Or I'm gonna go on a shopping spree because I gotta go. I'm gonna go buy stuff. I'm gonna go shop to make myself feel better. Okay. Now you bought yeah. the stuff. You come home. Now what? It's all sugar. It's all sugar. Yeah, it's, yeah, all, it's sugar. all sugar. And all, a lot of people might be listening, being like, "Ah, oh, these guys, whatever." But if you sit and you think about it for a few minutes and just let it sink in, what we're trying to say is that there's a lot of things in life that are going to numb your senses and are going to keep you in a matrix, so to speak, and they're not going to allow you to really see what's happening in life and to experience life. What, what I feel, from my experience, is a, a way that I wish every human being on this planet could experience. Yeah. If it wasn't that way, we wouldn't be here every no, week. No, we'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> we wouldn't be here every week. For free, yeah, with our own time and our own investment in Absolutely. in everybody else. Because yeah, we 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 invest in ourselves. Yeah, of course, but we're investing in everybody else because that's how strongly we feel that it can help people. That's that's where we're at. Yeah. I mean, if we didn't feel like this could help people, well, hey, screw you. No, quite the opposite. You know, I want you unscrewed. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> I want you unscrewed. Like we want you. <laughs> unscrewed yeah <laughs> we want you to be able to feel the benefits that we felt and that you can say this cost you zero this, yeah man that's the best the best part of it like this, this, this is great about podcasts right this cost you zero this cost you just the 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 time to say okay well i think i want to try this you try it you know you dip your toe in the water and you know, that's my my saying goes and you see, if you find the benefit, great. And if you didn't, hey, that's fine too. Stay friends, you know. Hopefully, you can listen along. And but we 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 feel strongly about this. I mean, this is uh, like I said. John wrote a book. Yeah, which is in the final age. I, it'll it'll eventually it'll come out. It's in the final stages of, of of editing right now. I might be editing a couple chapters, but we'll yeah, see. And, and I mean, he feels that strongly about it. Like he feels so strongly about it. I, he's willing to do this all the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and hopefully, listen. I'm, I'm hopefully people get benefit from it. That's the whole point of all of this is just you know, that's try, trying to open people's eyes to a, a better way of, of of living life and seeing life. That's, that's it. it. Simple that, as that. That's really it. I mean, I could have probably said we could have said that an hour ago, but then you wouldn't have understood everything in between. <laughs> yeah, you know? so. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm waiting to get canonized. <laughs> Saint Henry, Saint Enrique. They might shove me in a cannon. Santo Enrique <laughs> Beltra. They might shoot me out, out of a cannon. I canonize you. Oh, thank you. Uh, you Thank you. I'll tell you what. We're we're two priests. We go out in the town. I do your confession. You do my, my confession. confession. We're good to go. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if we spoke about what we wanted to speak about, but we spoke about some good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have. Yeah, we we taken enough of your time, but we, you know what? We'll talk about that other thing next time. Yeah, we'll talk about that other thing next time. Uh, all right. So anyway, I hope everybody enjoyed the the show, and I hope you got a little something out of it. As always, you know these are our, these are based on our experiences. So just keep that in mind. But uh, I think there's a lot of uh, of of things that we speak about that could easily be applied to pretty much everybody who's on the other side of this microphone right now listening in so the kitchen um, the kitchen table uh rumblings of john and henry yeah it? yeah and listen if, if there's anything you ever want to comment on i know we've had a couple of friends text us yeah you know if, the, but if there's anything if you ever want to comment on just you know reach out to us hit us up on the facebook page and I'm, I'm saying like even if you have a question about something we spoke about or you don't agree with something we spoke about yeah. which is fine if you don't yeah i mean i'm not here to t- we're not here to tell you how to live your life or, or how you should live your life we're just trying to give you insights on a on a on something that we all have access yep. to that can give you and everything we said was just opinion i mean simply put there's yeah, no yeah yeah you know but if you ever if, if you ever want to discuss something further just you know reach out or you go hey guys can you talk more about this just just let us know we yeah. we absolutely be open to that Beautiful. Um, so uh let's close it out like we always do um but this time please do not hit end right now i know we kept you a little longer uh than we would like to but um let's take this next minute or so guys take some deep breaths try to Try to just focus on that awareness behind your breath. Focus on that breath. Try to feel that presence behind it. It's a feeling, okay? Like I said, it's always it's a feeling, not a thing. Um, and, and that's the sweet spot, what we're talking about. So 
however you'd like to do it for the next minute or so. Take yourself through a nice quiet meditation and I'll, uh, I'll come back at the end. Take two more breaths, guys. Last one. And we're good. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening in. And, uh, Thank you, guys. Yep, we'll catch you next time. See you in the next All one. All right, peace.